Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. So did you hear? Intuitive Eating Mastery Coaching is now available, and this is all about helping you become an embodied intuitive eater, meaning taking it from understanding the principles to actually fully living intuitive eating in your life and really being an intuitive eater. If you currently struggle in your relationship with food, intuitive eating is the foundation for being free of that and becoming a truly nourished woman in your whole being, body, mind, and soul, and then in your life overall, which I will be talking more about on today's episode. But if you fret over food, if you overeat food, if you don't feel good in your body, if you restrict food and then binge on the same food that you restrict, if you deprive yourself out of body fears, if you find you sometimes guilt or shame yourself for how you eat, if you ever judge your eating, judge your body as not good enough, then it's time that we put an end to all of that. And in this private one-on-one coaching, high-level support container, you get so much of my attention. It's highly interactive. I will support you in your unique and specific journey to transforming your relationship with food to help you get your freedom and experience more of the peace, more of the ease, more of the nourishment that you really desire in your relationship with food. So this is perfect for you if you're just starting with intuitive eating, maybe just learning about it, or maybe you've been working with it for a while but need more support, or maybe you've been practicing it for months or even years but not making the real shifts you desire in your eating patterns and not fully embodying and living intuitive eating the way you desire to be because you're still having challenges in your relationship with food and with your body. And if any of those sound like you, that is who this one-on-one coaching is for, whether you're a beginner, intermediate, or advanced in understanding intuitive eating. If you have challenges in your relationship with food, this is for you because we're going to take it from understanding to embodying and being it. Also, this is the other important thing for the one-on-one coaching. You must be committed and ready to go, meaning you can't be testing the waters and not fully ready yet. You have to be fully ready to be coachable. So in this one-on-one container with me, it is truly for those who know they want to master intuitive eating and desire that support and guidance from me on a high level and will show up for themselves and take the coaching and do the practices in their day-to-day lives so that they can continue to build that momentum and get better and get better and step into being 
the truly nourished woman. So in coaching, we're going to focus on the needle mover for you, the things that you need to practice and embody that will make the biggest difference for you in your unique relationship with food so that you feel that ease you desire, that self-trust around food that you desire, that peace and freedom you desire in your relationship with food, the eating confidence that you desire, the body peace and confidence that you desire, the vitality that you desire, the true nourishment that you desire within yourself so that you can have all of that more and more and more. It's about, once again, building that momentum, becoming really embodied in intuitive eating. It's about truly elevating how you relate to food, how you relate to your body, how you relate to yourself, elevating to higher and higher levels of good feelings in these areas so that your whole life can also elevate to higher and higher levels the way that you desire it to. And the link is in the show notes to learn more about coaching or to just sign up. Of course, message me or email me if you have any questions at all. Now let's talk about the power of intuitive eating embodiment, which is going from knowing about it intellectually, having knowledge of the principles, maybe having read the book, but taking it from that knowing to really being and living it. That's embodiment. So first, what does intuitive eating really mean? (laughs) That's a very simple question, but um, I'm going to get more into the details because its principles are laid out in the book, Intuitive Eating, but what does it really mean to a specific person? Well, it has to do with our instincts, our emotions, and our thoughts. So some people wonder, does intuitive eating mean we're driven to eat by our instincts are our instincts what uh, that whatever they are telling us whatever those primal urges are are we just supposed to follow them is that intuitive eating do we just know what and how much and what to eat so how how is all that that's what i want to clarify specifically and then talk more about how the embodiment of intuitive eating truly looks and how that empowers your whole life. So first, knowing a bit about the human brain can help us to understand why we are all born with all the wisdom that we need to be intuitive eaters. And also understanding that the brain can help us to see how we're able to live an intuitive eating lifestyle even while we're being bombarded by the relentless number of choices of foods available to us every day. Also, how we can still be intuitive eaters with the amount of diet messaging that's being thrown at us every day. So as humans, we have this interplay within us, these things playing out that are instinct, emotion, and thought. And these work together to orchestrate our life. And they're all mediated and directed by the brain. And there are three regions of the brain responsible for this powerful integration of our instincts, our emotions, and our thoughts. So the first region is the reptilian brain, or you can also call it the primal brain or the lower brain. It's the part of the brain that's way, way back uh, down by your brainstem. And this is 
our animal instincts. And that is where that whole instinct part of us is operating from. Then we have the limbic brain. And all mammals have this part of the brain. And it is where our emotions and our social behaviors originate from in terms of their functioning. And in that limbic part of our brain, our feelings and emotions are layered upon those instincts of the reptilian brain. So the instincts coming from the reptilian brain are sent to the limbic brain, which serves us in terms of having some expanded awareness about what's happening to us instinctually. And then the third key region of the brain is our higher brain, our rational brain, our also called our prefrontal cortex, the neocortex. It's the part of the brain that is in the front of our head, behind our forehead, that big part of our brain. And the rational brain, that neocortex, integrates our instincts and feelings from those other two regions of the brain. But the rational brain does not control our instincts. Our instincts are automatic. Instead, it perceives the instinctual things and those feeling parts of our beings. So those other parts of our brain just work on their own, our emotions and our instincts, but our neocortex part of our brain can come in and make sense of it all and and perceive it all in a rational way if it chooses to. And it can control it in certain ways because of that in terms of how you may choose to react or respond to those emotions or those instincts that are just showing up for you. So it perceives the instinctual and feeling parts of our being, our beings, our neocortex does. It reflects upon them. And then the rational brain creates thoughts and our words, our language. And in intuitive eating, that practice is embracing all three parts of the human brain. When we become embodied intuitive eaters, it's like all these three parts are just working in this harmony, this symphony sort of pattern, and it's flowing. So when we're babies and toddlers, we're mostly eating through our instincts, right? As we grow up, then our thoughts and feelings start to play a part in our decisions about eating. And people will often say things like, I thought that as an intuitive eater, I could eat whatever I wanted. And I have talked about this on past episodes many times, the unconditional permission to eat what you truly desire, allowing yourself to eat what you love. But our bodies are not composed of just our tongue and our taste buds and our stomach. We also have our mind. So sometimes people think, well, I thought that in intuitive eating, I could eat whatever I want. And now I'm eating whatever I want as much as I want whenever I feel like it. But this sort of approach completely distorts the premise of intuitive eating. Yes, it's all about making peace with food. Yes, it's all about eating what pleases your taste buds and your palate. Yes, it's about giving yourself the freedom to eat unconditionally and to eat however much you need to satisfy your body. But eating whenever you feel like it without regard to your body's hunger and fullness cues and without regard to what's truly satisfying food for your body is not going to be pleasurable in the long run. 
it's also likely to cause physical discomfort, taking away that pleasure, but also your mind's pleasure too, and your mind's ability to function because nutrition is important for our brain and mind function as well. So ultimately, intuitive eating is about a positive relationship with food. And part of a positive relationship with food is attunement, being tuned into your body, your body's satiety cues, your hunger, your fullness, your satisfaction, and your contentment around food. It's about how your body speaks to you about food in terms of what to eat. That is a very, very important part of this process that we don't just disregard. So as you become an embodied intuitive eater, you are always going to be honoring your higher brain as well because it's part of your whole being. You're not just going to let your emotional and primal instincts run the show, right? Because that ultimately would not lead you to being in full connection and harmony with your body and would not lead to the truly satisfying eating experiences and relationship with food that you desire. And as a person goes through the principles of intuitive eating, this is how the embodiment part starts to play out. Basically, as you're practicing the principles, you're going to be storing information in your brain's memory files. So when you feel hungry, you're going to pull up a file and just imagine files on a computer. That's your brain. It has a bunch of files of all our experiences and understandings. So you're feeling hungry. You're going to pull up a file to help you decide what to eat. You're evaluating how hungry do I feel? And then you think about what foods might satisfy your hunger and your taste buds in that moment. And then you might go through another file, which is a series of maybe sensual aspects of the food that you're imagining, perhaps the taste, the texture, uh, the temperature of your different food options. You also may open the file in your brain that is reflecting on past eating experiences, and you might reference that to help you make a decision. You might also ask yourself whether your present eating choice has worked out for you in the past when you've um, eaten that thing in the past? Did it sustain you long enough or did it make your blood sugar crash? Was it satisfying and pleasurable and give you that feeling of contentment or did it give you indigestion and not a feeling of satisfaction? Did you or did you not uh, thoroughly enjoy the food? Do you really want to have it again? And your emotions may also come into play when you have a desire to eat when you're hungry. Perhaps in that moment, um, it could be true physical hunger or it's literally just emotional hunger. You're upset and then craving food to comfort and soothe yourself or you're bored and thinking about eating as a distraction to that boredom. So when we're embodied intuitive eaters, we're kind of sensing all of these possibilities to inform our decision of what to eat, when to eat, and how to eat. So our instincts are going to be talking to us, our emotions are going to be talking to us, but we have our prefrontal cortex, our rational, logical, decision-making part of our brain to ultimately decide. 
is this truly what I want to be eating and is now when I want to be eating it? And how much of it do I want to eat? And that is going to be in tune with your body primarily. However, sometimes your logical brain might come in and help with that decision because maybe you're flighting, excuse me, flying to Europe and, you know, food options are going to be limited. Maybe there's going to be some, you know, for the eight hours or however long you're in the plane, maybe there's going to be some logical aspects of your food choices during your flight or in the way that you prepare for your flight that are going to be in conjunction with your body's guidance. And just knowing that at the very beginning of your in, your journey, just know that to really claim your intuitive eating ability, you're likely going to be highly focused or hyper-conscious on things like, am I hungry? Am I full? Am I satisfied? Or am I not? You're going to be thinking about it more. You're going to be thinking... Um, and paying close attention because it hasn't become embodied yet, you're still practicing new skills. But that practice is part of becoming fully embodied. Like you have to practice to become embodied in it and just have it be natural for you. So at the beginning part of your intuitive eating journey, it's not naturally flowing yet. You're also going to be hyper-focused probably on your thoughts and your emotions and how those are playing into your eating decisions because at the beginning, it's really about that awareness and that attunement. And when we're creating awareness and fine-tuning and becoming more in tune with what's true for us, it requires this aspect of hyper-focus and hyper-awareness. So at the beginning, your brain needs to be highly attuned to your tongue and your stomach, but also to your mind and maybe diet mentality that's coming in. But as you become more skilled at recognizing inner signals from your body and how your body speaks to you, you may find that your instincts and intuitive wisdom start to be more of a prominent role in your eating experience and your mind doesn't have to be as actively a part of that. It doesn't have to be as hyper-focused on the process. It's more of going, it's like riding your bicycle when you learned how to ride the bike or anything new. At first you were thinking hard about it. You're really focused on the doing part of it. But then now, if you are a bike rider, you get on that bike and you, it's not even a second thought. You just go th- and do it. So intuitive eating and learning it, n- not embodied intuitive eating, but learning intuitive eating, relearning, reconnecting in that way is like learning any other skill where you're going to have more focus and attention at the first stage of it. And intuitive eating is truly than about trusting that you will be able to access all the information you need by using all aspects of your brain. Your primal instincts are going to play into your decision of what to eat, when to eat. Your limbic connection with your emotions is going to come in and be an influence 
or part of the decision. And then your logical thoughts will also play a part. So all of these three aspects integrated into our eating experience is a key aspect of being an intuitive eater. Also, I just want to mention that on a past podcast episode, I talked about the stages of becoming embodied in intuitive eating and what those stages are on your journey to being basically at diet burnout or really struggling in your relationship with food, chronic overeating patterns, however that looks for you, kind of the the rock bottom place where you really don't want to be, the struggling place to transforming into the truly nourished woman. And that was episode 27. I talk about the stages that you go through. There's the attuning, the harmonizing, the melodic, and then the truly nourished woman. That's kind of the progression. And I talk about the characteristics of each of those stages and kind of what you experience going through those stages. Now, why I am so passionate about teaching intuitive eating, coaching intuitive eating, talking about intuitive eating is number one, it was a foundational pillar in my, um, well, and pivotal in overcoming my own eating disorder with binge eating and exercise bulimia and has continued to be a big piece of transforming my life and becoming my own version of a truly nourished woman. And I'm just one of the many, many people around the world that has received the benefits of being an intuitive eater, Um, returning to that, I should say, because a lot of people just maintain their intuitive eating ability their whole life, but a lot of us don't, and therefore we struggle in our relationship with food, but we can always return to that, and I myself did and have definitely received amazing benefits from it. My own clients have received great benefits from getting over binge eating patterns, no longer feeling out of control, finally feeling in control, feeling more confidence and peace in their body, just better lives overall and all the positive side effects that ripple out into our lives when we're no longer carrying that heavy backpack of that struggle. But because intuitive eating is a movement in itself, right? There was a book about it and I'm not the only person out there teaching intuitive eating. There's a lot of people that have created results with intuitive eating and I want to share some of those results because I just think it's so powerful in talking about this embodiment of intuitive eating, how it can really impact a person's life, you know, changing a person's life, going from that discomfort and maybe even despair that they felt after years and years of failed dieting experiences and then going from that feeling to this new hope that starts to blossom after they find intuitive eating. And so many people begin to feel the benefits of the mind nourishment that plays into intuitive eating principles. So clearing their minds of all those punishing thoughts, those obsessive thoughts, those self-judging thoughts about their eating and perceptions of their body. All of that gets cleared away and this clearing makes room for positive thinking and plays into people deciding to make serious changes in their lives that improve their overall lives. And people's self-esteem goes up and up as they start to feel more of this empowerment by working with this process, intuitive eating, that honors 
the validity of their own inner voice and their own inner authority. And through intuitive eating, because people learn to trust the wisdom that has always been within them, but has been blunted by years of self-doubt. And so often that self-doubt created from the diet culture and people then doubting their innate eating signals, that self-doubt has extended into then people doubting their own beliefs about other aspects of their lives. So first it starts with this self-doubt about not trusting themselves with food, but then carrying over and trickling down into doubting themselves in other areas of their life. It's like confidence is taken away, self-trust is taken away, but through intuitive eating, people relearn to trust the wisdom that's always been within them. And through intuitive eating, people learn how to trust themselves in more ways besides food to just go on with that trust aspect and ways that it can pour out into people's lives. I've heard about people having left abusive relationships after their relationship with food becomes healed because um, they finally have more of that confidence to do so. They feel more of that empowerment or people have uh, made peace with estranged loved ones or made significant career changes once that struggle with food and body has been resolved. People sometimes blossom into new romances that for some time they could not really be open to or believe in the possibility of because they were so preoccupied with body concerns and focused on dieting Or sometimes people just really have deep improvements in terms of their relationships with their husbands and partners and deeper intimacy. So intuitive eating as a movement has freed so many people to go on with living truly nourishing lives beyond just food, being truly nourished, you know, body, mind, and soul. And with that leaving behind of self-doubt and the discomfort that had resulted from a painful relationship with food. They're opened up to so much goodness. So this is why I'm passionate about it, not only for the simple results in terms of healing that relationship with food, which itself is wonderful, but the broader ripple effect and life changes that people can have from embodying this. And it's why... I'm creating my own brand and movement of the truly nourished woman in which intuitive eating is a foundation. Now, one more empowering and powerful aspect of becoming embodied in intuitive eating that I want to mention is this thing called interoceptive awareness. And this is just a fancy phrase, meaning our ability to perceive the physical sensations that arise from within our body. It's being in connection with our body, feeling it, hearing it, understanding the signals coming from it. And this inner awareness of these sensations in our body is an underpinning of intuitive eating. So having this awareness, inner awareness, is a huge part of intuitive eating. Not only does that um, help us tune into our hunger cues and our satiety cues and our bodily states in terms of 
needing food and how much to eat, etc. But in a much broader aspect, this inner interoceptive awareness encompasses everything about our body, such as, oh, I, I have a full bladder, I need to go to the restroom, or I feel my heart racing, you know, uh, just being in tune with what's happening inside of our body, that is interoceptive awareness. But what makes it even more powerful is that with intuitive eating, we become very skilled at this when we embody intuitive eating, when we become the master of it. And this means that we have this super deep inner awareness and this ability to sense what's going on in our body. And it's like this treasure trove of information to get to not only understand our biological needs and then meet those needs, but also to meet our psychological needs. Because every emotion that we experience has a unique felt sensation in the body because emotions are just energy happening in our body. So every emotion has a specific sensation like a fingerprint. As you know, sadness feels very different than joy in your body, right? And with intuitive eating, we become stronger and better and more skilled and mastered and embodied in having this inner awareness and connection to what's happening inside of us. So we literally become more deeply connected to ourselves and to our bodies and to the information that our bodies sends us, which means we get to be more in tune with and understand our emotions. And when we're better able to understand our emotions, we're better able to feel our feelings and process them versus react to them disregard them, and so forth. And we're better able to just process those emotions when we have this deeper connection and inner awareness of what's happening in our body and can pinpoint, oh, that's this type of emotion and that's this type of emotion. It's just allowing us to have more understanding of ourselves. And when we're better able to understand our emotions, we're better able to process them. Our life overall is just going to get better because we're not stuffing things down. We're not as likely to eat over our emotions. We're much less likely to react to emotions, but men we're much more likely to be with them, to allow that energy to process through our body. We become much more skilled at having this ability because of this inner awareness and we are then able to better understand and fulfill our true needs our true hungers as i call it because the obstacles to that superpower have been removed and those obstacles that are are rules beliefs and thoughts those are the types of obstacles that block us from being in connection with our body when we're too up in our heads when we're too much in the thinking and not in the being in the connection with our body and fully living in our body that is a huge obstacle when we're in that disconnection and it's an obstacle to meeting our true needs our true hungers because we don't always hear them. We don't always understand them. And if we don't hear them or understand them, we cannot fulfill them. So 
when we're living more from our body's language and um, messaging on how it's speaking to us and we're living more from that instead of like all these rules and constructs and beliefs and just chatter that might be happening in our minds such as diet mentality and all the messaging that the whole diet culture has you know put on us and that we're constantly being exposed to that set of beliefs rules and thoughts um when we're be able to listen to the language of ourselves and of our body then we can live more authentic lives and really fulfill our true needs the way that we really desire to um and when we can silence that inner chatter more and more of those rules, of whatever beliefs, of whatever negative self-talk is happening, uh, and really come back to just letting our body be not only our guidance for our eating, but also for more of our life decisions too, the inner voice and the inner authority not only helping guide our eating decisions, but also our life decisions. Um, it really elevates our lives. And it's such a wonderful experience, I know, for so many women, uh, and probably men too, but I'm just speaking to women here primarily, right? That when we can feel less fear when we can feel or you know it's because our mind is not so anxious when we don't feel as much guilt because our mind is not judging us as much all that kind of stuff when we're clearing out that mental clutter that is depriving and depleting our mind and we're able to start to shift that and like feed our mind nourishing and uplifting thoughts more and more, then our whole life elevates, expands, and we're, because we're more empowered in terms of how we think and then what we do in our life. And so when those obstacles of all the stuff I just talked about, the inner chatter obstacles, when those obstacles to our inner awareness are less and less and less, we're more in our superpower to be able to live through our intuition, whether it's our intuition of what to eat, how to eat, when to eat, intuitive eating, that is what that is, or our intuition of just what decisions to make in our any area of our life. It all becomes empowered because the obstacles to that internal wisdom have been decreased and when that happens we're better able to make the right truly the right decisions for us and when we're better able to make the truly right most aligned decisions for us then we learn to trust ourselves more because we start to see the positive results of that and how it starts to improve our lives. And then we start to trust ourselves more to make our own decisions in that way because we know what's right for us and we're willing to honor that. And that just improves every area of our life when we can hear our our, our authentic truth 
an inner voice and follow it. So intuitive eating is a foundation for becoming a truly nourished woman who is living her best life. And if you want to start to play in this world of intuitive eating with me, to create these positive ripple effects in your own life that you want and become your own version of a truly nourished woman, then reach out to me about coaching. Also, there are more things in the pipeline, courses, programs, coaching offers that I am coming up with and behind the scenes that I'm working on. There's going to be something called the peace process, which will go deep into releasing diet mentality finding true body respect and appreciation, more self-compassion for yourself, making peace with food and releasing deprivation and also the guilt for eating what you love and working through negative self-talk and self-judgment. All of that is going to be a huge part of the peace process. And all of this is so that you can become an embodied intuitive eater because once again we have to remove the obstacles if we want to truly become embodied in intuitive eating and the peace process is part of that and then once again when you're embodied intuitive eater and even before you become fully embodied when you're in any of the stages of intuitive eating you're starting to you're going to start to create positive ripple effects in your whole life also i'm working on something called emotionally empowered which will be for those of you who identify with being an emotional eater. And it will be about becoming a master of your eating according to that connection with your body and a connection to your physical hunger cues and satisfaction instead of allowing emotional triggers and emotional hunger to always be the thing dictating how you eat and what you eat. Then there will be true hunger awareness training, which will be about helping you identify what you are truly hungry for in your body, with your mind, and for your soul so that you can begin to not only discover what those hungers are, but also nourish those true hungers to experience more true joy in your life by doing so and then be able to create your best life, whatever that is for you. There will also be becoming her This will be a deep dive into mindset and the inner belief work and upgrading your identity of yourself, your self-concept and how you see yourself, which is required to fully step into being that truly nourished version of yourself. And finally, there will be Elevate. And this is going to be the full embodiment of the truly nourished woman. It's going to be a practice in this whoever that truly nourished version of you that you desire to be is. It's going to be about practicing being her. And as truly nourished woman, we live elevated, elevated self-esteem, elevated well-being and optimism, elevated variety, spontaneity and fun in our lives, elevated body appreciation, body acceptance, body joy, elevated health and vibrancy, elevated inner awareness, like I've been talking about, elevated pleasure in our lives, elevated positive coping skills, elevated mental and emotional resilience so that we can handle those challenges of our life with grace and poise, elevated self-regard into self-love and elevated life satisfaction, 
we as truly nourished women, we live elevated in all those ways and in more ways. So that is what elevated will be about elevating into embodying and being your own version of a truly nourished woman who is really living with inner peace with joy and deep confidence, pleasure and satisfaction, not only in her relationship with food, but in her whole life. And I don't have dates for when any of these will be available yet, but just know that they're going to be rolling out over the coming months and year. And if you want to receive special pricing and bonuses and anything that I decide to put with it, then get on the Truly Nourished Women's Club wait list because you're going to be first to know before I make the offers open to the public and you'll get that priority access and any special pricing that I might offer to the people on that wait list. And the link for that is also in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. I'm sending you so much love. Have a great week. Hi, thanks so much for being a listener. I love having you here. If you receive value from this episode, please leave a five-star rating or review wherever you listen to the podcast. Help me reach others so that more and more women can come to this place of feeling truly nourished in body, mind, and soul, living their best, most free life. My website is RebeccaLaurelHill.com. You can email me at hello at RebeccaLaurelHill. And be sure to follow me on Instagram to get additional inspiration, tips, and teachings to help you be a truly nourished woman.